Hello, I'm Rev David, and I live, work and play on Alderney, one of the Channel Islands. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. Welcome everyone to the second season of my podcast. The first season started way back in 2020 during the coronavirus pandemic and the lockdown in the UK and it went on for an amazing 73 weeks. Every week for a year and a half I shared a few words, wondered about life and reflected on the gospel stories of Jesus. That all came to an end at Christmas time 2021 when I literally ran out of steam. There have been no new episodes since then, but that's not to say that I've been idly letting time pass by. No, I've been very busy indeed. Just after Easter this year, that's 2022, the last week of April and the first week of May, me and my wife Katie and daughter Libby left Arnside in Cumbria on the edge of the Lake District and moved all the way to Alderney, 300 miles south. I'm now the minister at Alderney Methodist Church, which is part of the Guernsey Circuit in the Channel Islands District. For this second season of the podcast, I'll be noticing and wondering about all the new things, or things new to me, about island living, and trying to work out how best to be a Jesus follower, a disciple in this place. So in many ways, This podcast is for me. It's a space for me to think out loud and to reflect a little. And maybe it will be of interest to you too. So in this first episode, I just want to describe something of what life is like here, just to give you a picture of where I am. Alderney is the third largest of the Channel Islands. It's about three miles long by one mile wide so it's much smaller than both Jersey and Guernsey. No one seems to be very sure what the population of the island is, and it certainly varies with the seasons. More people here in the summer, less in the winter. But it's probably around 2,000 people who are here for all or most of the year. Alden is not part of the United Kingdom. It's a crown dependency and forms part of the bailiwick of Guernsey. It looks to the UK for foreign policy and defence. For its legal system, it follows Guernsey's lead, but has some of its own laws too. One of the most notable is that it isn't a legal requirement to wear a motorbike helmet here. Even after four months, I still find myself doing a double take as as motorcyclists ride by. I know the maximum speed limit on the whole of the island is only 35 miles an hour, but that's still quite a speed to come off your bike. Talking of transport, people get around by car, motorcycle and bicycle, but mostly by foot. Nowhere is very far to walk to. But when it comes to getting on and off the island, then that's something else. Basically, we've two choices, air or sea. By sea, there's a small ferry, that can carry up to foot, up to 12 foot passengers. It runs mostly during the summer months, so long as the sea is reasonably calm. Leave Alderney at 7 in the morning and arrive in Guernsey about half 8. Leave Guernsey for Alderney at half past 6 the same evening. 
It's £50 each way. By air, there are two 19-seater Dornier aircraft that fly a number of flights each day from Alderney to Guernsey and Alderney to Southampton and back. They're easily affected by low cloud and high wind, so you can never really be sure that your trip will happen until you've actually taken off. The standard fare between Alderney and Guernsey is £155 return. So apart from people, how does everything else get on and off the island? The answer is via the weekly cargo boat. It leaves Poole Harbour on a Monday and arrives in Alderney on a Tuesday. It carries containers which are full of all the food for the island, as well as parcels, stock for the shops and of course cars which also come in the containers. All of these are unloaded using a crane on the quayside. When it broke down in 2021, the island went quite a few days with no food, apart from what people had in their freezers. So it goes without saying, food here is expensive, and the choice is limited. But we've discovered that we have all what we need, just not everything that we might want. And we've had to shape, or change the shape, of our shopping week. There's no point trying to do your weekly shop at the weekend. By then most of the food is gone and the shelves are empty. So we shop on a Wednesday, so long as the boat has been, which you can't take for granted, because just like the ferry and the aeroplane, it can be affected by weather and by breakdowns. Unleaded petrol currently costs about £2.27 a litre, so more than the UK. But then, in the last four months, we've used only one and a half tankfuls between the three of us. On an island this small, you're never going to drive many miles. All electricity on the island is generated on island by diesel generators. The state-owned electric company buys its diesel by the tankerful, about four times a year. At the moment, we're paying 45p a unit, including the standing charge. This was expensive by UK standards, but that may soon be reversed. There's no mains gas. Bottled gas is used to power people's ovens and hobs. Heating oil, kerosene, is used by pretty much everyone for their central heating systems. Currently, it's about a pound a litre, so a thousand pounds to fill our oil tank. We've not used so much over the summer, but don't know how it's going to work out over the winter. Because we're not part of the UK, we're not part of the National Health Service. Instead, the health service here is a private-public hybrid. Everyone pays for their primary care, so anything that you do through the local doctor's surgery is paid for. See the GP, see the nurse, have blood tests, any other screening. Currently, it's £55 per appointment. But if you need referring to secondary specialist care, then that's covered by the state. And in the case of the residents of Alderney, that includes your airfare to Guernsey and back. We do have a hospital on the island, but it's a cottage hospital providing a, a basic level of care. And for anything that can't be fixed on Ireland or on Guernsey, then the service is bought from the NHS, usually in Southampton. 
There is a school on the island that provides for pupils aged from 3 to 16 and then our young people go to live on Guernsey to access the sixth form college education. When it comes to work, to paid employment, then there's a little bit of everything because there has to be. So as newcomers, it's just about finding a gap in what's provided on the island and then adapting and filling it. There's a small finance industry, a lot of hospitality in the summer months, and then also the jobs that you wouldn't normally expect to find in a village with a population of 2,000, working at the airport, the harbour, the hospital or in local government. Tourism does bring a lot of visitors and money to the island, although it is constrained by the transport links with the outside world. It takes a lot of ferry and aeroplane journeys to get a large number of people on and off. And it's a fragile service, even at the height of summer. There's a few hotels, guest houses and self-catering places, and a number of reasonable places to eat. And people come here for the beaches, for the sailing, for the sense of being on an island. You can almost always see the sea from wherever you are. It really is a beautiful place. So that's a bit about the island of Alderney. I'm going to be living and working and playing here for the next five years. In some ways, it's very different, and in some ways it's just the same. The people here do speak English and do drive on the right side of the road, which is the left, and when I look up into the sky of an evening, the moon that I see is the same one that you see too. So join me, if you like, as I notice, wonder and share my ramblings. How can I live as a Christian in this place? And how can the church community that I serve be good news to the island? That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to support it financially, then head on over to www.patreon.com and search for Rev David.